Every now and again, we just say, okay, brand new song, brand new artist that we think is doing some cool stuff. Somi and Ginger Me, and we have her on the line. She's New York-based, Ugandan, Rwanda, singer, songwriter. And she's just released a live album yesterday called Holy Room, which uh, I listened to yesterday, and it's fantastic. It's just, I love the life because it is live, but I just love it nevertheless. Somi, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much for having me. You know, I want to take you back a little bit. Um, I was reading in your bio um, that you've built a career of transatlantic storytelling. And I thought that that was such an amazing way of describing something that I'd been thinking about yesterday, which was when you listen to some of your early songs, what you do is you include these amazing sort of recordings, which you use to work your way into the song. So when you arrive at JFK Airport and, you know, things like that. It, it's really quite powerful. Tell us a little bit about that decision. Um, I think you're speaking about some of the interludes that I um, yeah. put sort of throughout the the music and the, the albums. Not necessarily yeah. on the songs, but I do try, sometimes they make it into the songs. And I think for studio recordings, I really try to create a sense of travel, a sense of place, um, in the music so that the listener can journey with me to the places that I've been and that often inspire uh, the songs uh, that I've written. Um, so really, it's about trying to represent uh, all of the places that, that have made who I am um, as an East African, as, a, as an American, as a Midwesterner, a New Yorker, <laughs> yeah. and a musician who travels, you know, so much, uh, you know, uh, a great mentor of mine once said, um, as a musician, we are implicitly global citizens. And Absolutely. so it's about leaning into global citizenship and uh, and t- trying to take the listener on that journey with me. You know, the, the idea of travel now is, is so poignant at a time like this, and I'm wondering if you're feeling that as well. Absolutely. I mean, I think one of the reasons I decided to... Um, do this or to release this live recording was because um, we can't connect in the ways that we used to, whether that be, you know, traveling or performing or just public assembly, you know, the sound of people in the room with us um, as we perform is also a bit radical. You know, it's a bit of a a sound, like the sound of that, the memory of that, um, kind of raises something in me. And I think when I heard that and I realized how much it reminded me of how connected I feel to the thing that makes me feel most alive, which is to sing and to be on stage and to offer and have these conversations with audiences. Um, I just wanted to to offer that um, to to the audiences as well, you know, to the listener now as a a recording. Um, So, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's a bit ironic that we travel less, but in a way, because of all, because of what the virtual space affords all of us, we're so much more globally connected. So I'm really grateful for that um, as well, you know, that we can still be in touch in the way that we are and have this conversation in the middle of the night here in the States, but also uh, very much connected to you and the South African audience. So wonderful are, thing to Are you locking uh, down in New York at the moment? Uh, I'm not actually. Um, that's where I'm based, but I'm yeah. in the Midwest uh, with family in Illinois. Okay, fantastic. Which um, is a, is a wonderful thing to be doing to be with your family. I want to just note that we we need to go to a break, but when we come back, let's just um, talk a little bit as well about the fact that you 
have written a play about none other than Umam Miriam Makeba that also you were mentored mm-hmm. by none other than Huma Sekela. So we'll talk about that in a moment. The Jet Set Breakfast. Music, culture, lively and critical discussions on SAFM. She's on the line with us all the way from the States, singer-songwriter Somi. She's released a brand new live album, which seems appropriate, as noted, uh, when we talk about being locked down, and yet the sound of live is just so wonderful. So we'll play a track off Holy Room in a moment. But Somi, I want to talk to you about uh, that musical that you created. It was set to premiere this year. And then, of course, no way. So tell us a little bit about that. Sure. Um, well, it's a project called Dreaming Zenzile, and um, it really is just meant to honor the great Mira Makeba, as you, as you yeah. um, mentioned. Um, it was uh, it's something I've been working on for the last, uh, I've been developing over the last five years or so now. Um, and so five days before the world premiere production, uh, this you know pandemic began. And uh, so that was, a bit, you know, obviously quite disappointing and um but, you know, her story and uh, her experience and the, the lesson and the example that she set for so many of us um, as truth-tellers, but also as um, African people, as artists, um, that still stands. And so yeah. this work is very much about undoing um, the kind of silence, I think, that shrouds her legacy in uh, certain spaces. Um, that continues to, or just like the, the way that she, for me, it's about making sure that she's honored in a certain way that she hasn't been, at least in the United States, um, in many, many, many years. Uh, so this is really about undoing that silence, making sure that people understand the value, the contribution of her legacy. I think that every African artist, including myself, is hugely indebted to her because she was the first African artist to kind of hold space um, on the global cultural stage, and so um, yeah, it's a uh, it's about her. I mean, it's a it's it's. I don't know that I could sum it all up right now, <laughs> but, you know, but uh, it's very much about about her story and, and honoring that with her life offers all of us. As you speak, I'm 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 remembering she used to towards the end of her life um, call in on our show quite often just to have a conversation. And I was always mm. so moved by that, and I was always so honoured by that as well. Mm. That this person who shone larger than life, and yet, as you say, mm-hmm. as large as life as she was, it's so easy for us to forget our heritage. Absolutely. I mean, I think that one of the things that I've experienced, one of the things that always shocks me, and I suppose doesn't anymore. But at the beginning of this journey of, of really trying to understand um, and, and know um, her life, her legacy experiences, and, and, and whatnot, to really research that archive, yeah. um, there are a number of people who, you know, you say the name Mary Makeba, and people will not know who, either they're like, oh. of course I know who that is. And then there are the people who are like, no, I have no idea. Yeah. You know, and I'm always... Initially, I used to just be so shocked. I think as Africans, we grow up knowing her, mm. you know, and knowing her music, knowing her legacy, knowing all of that. But then in the, and I think it's particularly interesting in the United States specifically because of how complicated her relationship with the U.S. became in the, yes. in the 60s. Um, and so I think there's sort of a sustained um, 
intentionally reassure, I think, that happened around the time when she was married to Carmichael and whatnot, that I think that that's why she's not as much of a fixture in the cultural uh, lexicon and understanding and awareness, because you think about who her her colleagues were and what she meant to African music, to popular music, not even just African music. You know, there were people like Cher covered her at one yeah. point, right? So yeah. there was a time that she was such a, an important popular music uh, figure in the United States. And so it's really interesting to me that despite all of that contribution, um, there are people who really don't know her. So again, um, it's just for me so important to, to make, to make sure that, that people know, um, and understand and respect and honor it the way that we do. I think most Africans, of course, we know who she is, the first lady, the first lady of African song, you know, um, so, so for me, you know, what you're speaking about in terms of how she would call in, um, that that mm. humility, I think, yeah. is, is an awareness of the responsibility well. that she also had, mm. you know, to to represent a continent and a people. And I think that um, I'd like to believe that she yeah. that she never lost sight of that and who all the people that she represented. So and continues to in in the music after her life. So, Somi, I'm worried about time. We we out of here at 10 o'clock, and there's so much I wanted to cover with you. And one of the things that just caught my eye again was the Salon Africana, which, of course, featured Tandiswa Mizwai, Zoe Madiga, and the wonderful Induduzo Makatini, who I was, in fact, Mm. uh, working with earlier this week. And he... What astounds me about him is, again, if we're talking, and, and it links to the Miriam Makeba, is this idea of history, legacy, heritage, ancestors, um, the golden thread that we, weaves its way through life and through who we are, not just as South Africans, but as human beings. I wonder if that yeah. sort of strikes a note with you at all. Yes, I mean, I think what I love about Nduduzo, Tandiswa, um, Zoe, um, I think all of them are, are doing the rigorous work of staying connected to culture and heritage, um, but also <clears throat> making sure that they have something new and original to say. And so I think it's wonderful because they're operating from a place of culture forward, you know, about, of heritage yes. forward, of staying connected to the spirit and things that are so much larger than ourselves. So, um yeah, I think that the work that, that they are all doing um, is so important, and I'm, I'm thrilled to call them community and friends and, and to bring their voices uh, more so to the to the forefront in the States as well. Somi, we have to leave you, unfortunately. That's uh, Somi, and she just released her live album from Frankfurt called Holy Room. If we can't get through, we won't be able to get through the whole song today. We promise we'll start the show with it tomorrow so that you get the whole song in all its beautiful glory. And uh, it's a beautiful, beautiful album, live album, and just the concept as well of live right now when we are on lockdown and where we've forgotten in many ways what that community experience is. Two terms that I think have come out right now, culture forward and heritage forward. Let's think about that as we move forward.